0: Welcome to First State Insights, offering information, perspectives, and analysis for public policy, management, and community and economic development in Delaware. Hi, everyone, and welcome to First State Insights, a podcast presented by the Institute for Public Administration. My name is Sean O'Neill, and I'm a staff member at the Institute which is a research and public service center in the University of Delaware's Biden School of Public Policy and Administration. We call ourselves IPA for short. My colleagues and I created this podcast as a way to connect with Delaware residents, public policymakers, and our partners throughout the region. We hope to inform and entertain while shining a light on important public policy management and community and economic development topics for Delaware and the surrounding region. Thanks for tuning in today. Today, we are joined by Christina Stauffer of University of Delaware and Alana Mozik from the Delaware Department of Health and Social Services. We're going to be discussing Census 2020 Complete Count Efforts in Delaware. So thank you both for joining. I guess we'll get right into the first question. I'd like to start by asking both of you to describe your job in general and how you became connected to the Complete Count Effort in Delaware. And I guess, Christina, if you want to start.
1: Have to. Um, so again, my name is Christina Stauffer. I am an associate director in uh, residence life and housing at the University of Delaware. Um, in my role, I do a lot around educational planning for our students, um, what programs we will offer in the residence hall, and then I do a lot of our um, assessment and learning impact um, efforts. And that, I believe, is how I got connected to the Delaware census. Um, specifically, in fact, I heard from Alana um, from the Delaware State, um, and we were looking for a point of contact for the university to um, be in charge of some of the communication efforts, but also I specifically am the person who will complete enumeration for all residents on campus uh, living in group quarters. Great. Yeah,
2: so I'm Alana Mozak. I'm the policy lead for the Delaware Division of Public Health, which is under the Department of Health and Social Services. Um, and so I, my role is, I'm essentially the main liaison. For the division and any other entity. So that is, you know, the legislators, um, the Department of Health and Social Services, uh, the governor's office, um, the Department of Justice. um, And I also do constituent relations, um, and I also help out with. Uh, public health's regulatory process. Um, and so I was the secretary of the Department of Health's um, designee on the, the state's or the governor's complete count commission. Um, and then I was asked to be the co-chair of the special populations subcommittee. Um, and so that is the subcommittee that covers anybody who's in non-traditional housing on April 1st, which was census day. Um, and so that You know, as college students and um, people who are incarcerated or homeless individuals, um, people in long term care facilities, that kind of thing.
0: Sure. And then so I guess before we get to the second question, it's important to to highlight that, yeah, April 1st was Census Day. Um, Hopefully everybody noticed uh, as it as it went by, um, we didn't have our normal celebration for census day as we as we would have uh, because of the uh, covid nineteen crisis that we're living through right now, but um, people have a certain amount of time to fill out their census, correct so how long do they have to fill out the census forms
2: so I believe they have until June 30th, um, but that may be extended given the pandemic. Um, so there, there's a lot of time and, and Christina and I can talk about uh, kind of how college students in particular should and can be counted. Um, not sure if you want us to talk about that now or.
0: We can get into it in a little bit, I think, but I just wanted to, you know, it's important to highlight, you know, it's great to make a big deal of the census day, but we don't want people to be confused that, they can't still fill out their census. You know, There's plenty of time to, to fill it out still if you haven't. Um, right. So can you both tell me a few things uh, that you've done to help spread the word throughout your community uh, about the census complete count effort?
2: Yeah. So Absolutely. as um, the co-chair of the special population subcommittee, I basically had to put together a group of people that represented these populations that we were really trying to reach. Um, so we had representatives from organizations that represented um, each of the populations that I mentioned before, in addition to some some others, so we had a representative from the Delaware Healthcare Association, um, who represents the hospitals and you know people in, in the hospital. On April first, can still be counted at their house, um, but there are so many people that come into um, the hospital system, or the healthcare systems in our state every day um, that it felt. Like it would have been a disservice if we didn't have them included on the committee, um, just because it was a a great outlet for information dissemination. Um, So I helped, um, I sort of became the liaison between the Federal Census Bureau um, and our subcommittee to um, help share accurate information about how our population should be counted.
0: Great. Christina?
1: Sure. So, um, again, I was activated by Alana's, um, subcommittee group there. And, um, my efforts were focused on communicating beyond what is actually my scope. So I oversee residence halls. Um, and though there's some communications that were necessary to get to our students, the end of the day, they're going to be uploaded by myself to the, um, the census directly. And so our communication to those students was strictly, please don't have your parents Fill out your census at home and count you, you should be counted here. Um, so most of my efforts actually were outside of what is my scope. Um, and so I did um, work with the Office of Communication and Marketing for the University of Delaware to author an article for our Daily News, um, which spelled out how every member of our community should fill out the census, students who lived on campus, off campus um, or general community members, or lived at home with parents. Um, and then that also went out in parent communication, social media. And then I worked with our Civic Engagement and Voter Registration Task Force, which is a committee made up of different individuals across campus who are putting together different efforts around getting students civically engaged or um, registered to vote. And that task force is happening this spring and also in the fall. Um, And then we have a small group of students called Community Engagement Ambassadors um, who are hired out of the um, Community Engagement Initiative Office to spread the word around service and civic engagement opportunities. And they are currently leading some grassroots efforts, peer-to-peer student efforts on getting people excited about the census and um, sharing why you should care about it. And those efforts have included talking to club presidents, fraternity and sorority presidents, um, especially groups that have a lot of off-campus students and spreading the same message out to them as well.
0: Okay, great. Yeah. So it's important for everyone to to understand that they should be filling out the census uh, for the location that they're primarily residing at uh, around the time of April 1st, correct?
1: Yes. Okay. Which has been further complicated by the COVID 19 crisis because the students who were locally in Delaware have gone home permanently for the rest of the semester. And so the, the communication has been an already complicated thing to communicate has been extra complicated this year
0: yeah yeah we're, we're certainly living in unprecedented times um but they should fill it out for
1: ud if they were living here
0: right so can you tell me uh, a little bit about why you think the census is important for all communities but especially for your communities uh that you're connected to through your job And i guess alana or i'm sorry christina if you want to start again this time
1: sure um <laughs> For me, it's twofold. So one is that the University of Delaware has an obligation to the state of Delaware. We are a large institution. We, um, we are committed to Delawareans. And so we have an obligation to complete the count as best as possible for the benefit of the the citizens of our state. Um, Part of that is that our students also use Delaware resources. And that's one of the things that's been Challenging to communicate to students is, yes, you you live at home and you're a resident there, but um, students are still using our public goods in Delaware. Our roads, our first responders, our parks, our libraries, and those are all things that um, are funded typically from census data. And then secondly, we have an obligation to educate our students around what it means to be civically engaged and to feel um, an obligation to the greater good and the census itself is such a low hanging fruit for that piece of education for students. Um, it is non polarizing. It's really not political. It's um, not really values based. It's just as a member of our community be counted. And so it's sort of a really easy platform to start having conversations about civic engagement civic dialogue that people can engage with without getting too emotional to start conversations that they can grow from later.
2: Great. You said that far better than I could have. And I was <laughs> planning to say something similar. Um, yeah, I mean, I think the the census is uh, akin to voting, and but it's easier. It, you don't have to go anywhere. You can sit on your couch, which most of us are doing right now, anyway. And it only takes ten minutes, if that. Uh, I think for I filled it out for me and my one roommate, and it only took five. Um, so I um, I think. The the most important things about the census for our community as a whole, um, and I'll just touch on some of the things that Christina didn't mention. Is um, you know Delaware currently only has one representative in Congress, well in the House of Representatives, um, and that that's based on population. So um, we need to make sure that we have an accurate count so that we can be um, accurately represented in Congress. Um, and I think we are one of well we're definitely one of very few states that only has one representative in Congress. Um, and I also um, think it's important to mention that um, the census is incredibly important for people who access services at the Department of uh, Health and Social Services. So that includes um, people who are using WIC or SNAP or Medicaid or Medicare. Um, and then even beyond that, uh, the census census data is used to calculate um, you know, allocation for student loans, um, for infrastructure, for, um, um, disaster and emergency response. So, I mean, right now we're dealing with a pandemic and, um, states are receiving money based on census data, um, to respond to COVID-19. And I I think it's incredibly relevant and important that we have an accurate count because the more people we have, the more money we get.
0: Yeah, I think that's a great point, Alana. I, I, and I think I mentioned to both of you previously that I was the uh, census liaison for the city of Annapolis, Maryland for the 2010 census. Um, and that was that was a point that we really tried to hit home is that um, it's it's in everyone's interest to to be counted, to get a full count, because it does align with you know some funding opportunities that you can get uh, for your community. Um, and it's, it's important data that a lot of people rely on, not just uh, government or citizens, but businesses when they're looking at where to locate a lot of times they'll rely on census data. So, you know, it's, it's important in a lot of ways that, that people might not realize. So what are some of the things, and I think we just kind of touched on this a little bit, what, what are some of the things that would be good to highlight, um, for people relating to the census 2020, complete count effort um, that might not be, you know, sort of obvious to everyone.
2: Well, I'm going to go for some of the obvious ones first. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right. um, and and I, I already said this, but it's super quick and easy to fill out. You can do it by phone. You can do it um, online. And if you don't fill it out, then they'll mail one to you and you can fill it out that way. Um, and the other big thing that I want to highlight is that it's completely confidential. It can't be shared with any other agency, government agency, business, business, like your specific information cannot be shared with anybody. If it's shared, it's a general, like, these are how many people are in this zip code. That's it. Um, so it's confidential. It's safe. Um, you know, can't be shared with law enforcement. There's no citizenship question, fortunately. Um, so it's it's still really important to fill out, um, even if you are not a citizen. Um, and I, I guess here's where I'll say how college students should be counted. Um, so on campus, if you lived on campus this semester, um, even though you might be home with your parents right now, you will be counted as living on campus by the University of Delaware. Um, so you don't actually have to worry about filling anything out, but please encourage your families to do so, but make sure that they don't include you. Um, and off-campus students, so this is anybody who is living in an apartment off-campus, or maybe they were living at home with their parents or with their families, um, they should fill it out where they were living um, prior to COVID-19, um, which, I mean, it may be the same place. But if you were, let's say you're you know a junior and you were living on Main Street prior to being sent home, you need to fill it out for your main street address. Um, and it's, it's really important and coordinate with your roommates because only one of you needs to fill it out for all of you. So, um, it's quick
1: and easy. I promise it's very painless. Great. Yeah. Fairly comprehensive. The only two things I would add. One is that, um, we do want students to know that, um, we will only share the information that they've approved. We can share. Um, and that is all available in their, um, directory information. So that's all found in UDSIS that they have opted, yes, we can report third-party information. Um, Any person who has waived that, we don't upload their information. So if they'd like to fill out a census, they still should. Secondary to that, just because I certainly have had moments of like, this is terrible timing. We should just move it or postpone it or do something. Um, And it was pointed out to me rightfully that um, the census is a constitutional effort. And so to make changes to it has to go and be passed in front of Congress, which is also a terrible time to be asking Congress (laughs) to do more. Um, And so it's as a result, so important, if not as important as ever to fill it out now and also find out exactly how it's been, Pre written before COVID 19 happened because we really don't have an opportunity to change much of it. And so, any efforts people can do um, is sort of back to that piece of being civically engaged. If you're at home feeling like, I wish I could do something right now that's helpful, filling out the census really is that thing. Um, and it does need to be filled out how it's been um, prescribed. So, if you're not sure, there's tons of resources available online. You can literally just Google Delaware Census or Census 2020 um, and get step by step instructions, including a link to actually go in and fill out the census just using your address so if you didn't get some piece of paper or a pin number you can still fill it out
0: mm-hmm. yeah and, and one of the things that i wanted to mention also is that um not something that i'm proud to to talk about living in the newark area and being a, an employee of the university of delaware but uh we have historically been the, the most undercounted place in the state of delaware um And I'm not I'm not 100 percent sure if this is the case, but I know part of the issue has been um, students living off campus and sort of ensuring that students that are living off campus uh, are counted as residents and uh, students at the University of Delaware. So um, that's that's one of the reasons that I've been uh, interested in trying to make sure that we have a better count this time, because um, it's not unique. I guess, you know, a lot of college towns have the same issue, but. Um, you know, we want to make sure that we get a better count this time in in Newark and at the university. So uh, thanks, Christina. And then I think for the final question I have here is um, what are some connections that you've made or lessons learned as a result of your work on the complete count effort uh, that might be useful to you moving forward?
1: I don't think this was new information to me, but highlighted that Efforts this big are cumbersome and challenging, even if the the point you need to communicate is actually quite simple. And so the efforts need to be really um, clean and organized. And of course, COVID nineteen added <laughs> added to that very very strongly. But I think the lesson there of um, when planning something on this scale, we need to communicate really efficiently and in, in advance quite a bit. Um, and at what point those are all in place really activate from the ground up. And so where I've seen the most traction is getting students excited to get other students excited because they, they're not really responding excitedly to our emails or census emails. But if there's a little bit of a movement behind it, um, that's when we really see efforts um, come to life. Great. Yeah. And I'll
2: piggyback off of Christina a little bit. Um, this, um, just in terms of like how, cumbersome an effort like this is. Um, this is the first time in Delaware history that the state has actually been able to allocate money toward our census efforts. Um, and so there was a huge learning curve um, uh, this time around from what I understand because I was not involved in our census efforts 10 years ago. Um, but we you know, we, we ran into a lot of roadblocks just because there was no um, clear Guidelines on how we should do X, Y, and Z to, to get out the word about the census. Um, and so I'm really curious to see in, in 10 years um, what happens um, with the, the state's effort to get a complete count um, because we will have some sort of a, a framework in place um, to be able to hopefully improve on um, our efforts this time around. Um, but I also wanted to mention that, um, you know, I just in terms of the the lessons learned, um, I've worked on political campaigns in the past and, um, it it was really interesting to see almost the exact same tactics being used for the census, just in a, a, a less, maybe, uh, you know, divisive way. Um, I, I think that, um, but, but the interesting thing about that was it was still a competition because states are still competing for state for federal dollars. Um, so, you know, we, we are competing with our neighbors in Maryland and Pennsylvania to make sure that we get the dollars that we should be allocated from the federal government. Um, so that, it was really interesting to, to see that, um, from the side of things. And, and I also want to say that, it, um, it was helpful to have, um, to gain knowledge about how the census impacts the services that we provide here at DHSS. Um, and, and just to, to have that background information, I think will be really helpful moving forward.
0: Great. Yeah, I, I can say for myself that it's been great to get to know both of you a little bit, you know, as a part of doing this effort. And uh, it's another benefit you know, working on things like this is is it's a good way to build community and, and get to know other people and make connections. So any final thoughts? I think we're we're uh gonna bring it to a close here, but if either of you kind of had had anything else that we haven't touched on or that you wanted to mention, um, you know, feel free.
2: No, I just wanted to say that I'm I'm, I'm thrilled to be able to participate. I, I'm a graduate of the University of Delaware. I my undergrad's in public policy and women and gender studies. So I'm I'm always happy to contribute to um, my my alma mater. Great.
1: The only thing I would add, Sean, is the um if there's a way to link in the um, show notes the U daily for the census, it does describe in pretty good detail what everyone's steps should be. So if anyone was a little bit confused or wanted to refer back to it, um, if they lived on campus, off campus, that's all available in that U daily article.
0: Okay, great. No, yeah. Thank you for mentioning that. That's, uh, that's very helpful. Um, okay. Well, thank you both for joining us and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you very much.
2: Thank you. Thank you.
0: If you would like more information on Delaware's complete count effort, you can visit Delaware.Census.gov. To read the UDaily article referenced by Christina in this episode, you can simply Google UDaily Census 2020, and the article should come right up. That's all we have for this episode. I'm Sean O'Neill from the University of Delaware IPA, and to read more about IPA, you can find us at bidenschool.udel.edu backslash IPA. Thanks.